conversation that I had with Jess Walker of Jet Tarot, a good friend and amazing intuitive artist and all around beautiful consciousness. They were, uh, trying to remember, I believe we had this conversation about a month ago, perhaps? Time has been very strange lately. Anyone else noticing that? Yes, I know you are because you've all messaged me. Uh, But this this chat is fantastic and I wanted to mention before we get into it that um, Jess does identify as non-binary, does not wish to make a big deal out of it, and is still kind of new to deciding which pronouns are fitting and what they're most comfortable with. So I just wanted to address that because I am sometimes using the wrong pronouns in the interview because it was before I knew about that but I really want to be part of the inclusivity and diversity of our world so that is why I am mentioning it now but for Jess and I both on a personal level it's so funny because listening to this episode it's so perfectly timed with the energy that the collective is experiencing right now both the human collective and the smaller collective that we participate in together and on a personal level it's kind of like we left ourselves a message uh, for this moment in time so as always everything comes out divinely timed I am so privileged and grateful to have three more amazing interviews uh, with guests that I need to get out and publish in their divine timing as well. And thank you so much for being patient with me through these changes that I've been going through. Since I started the Patreon, I really focus most of my card reading on that and um, delivering what my patrons have signed on for and doing personal readings and personal bookings and that sort of thing. I do hope to incorporate a little more uh, card of the day or whatnot into my regular programming, <laughs> but to be honest, the sun has been so active and things have been so bananas that I... I mean, that's become the new card of the day, is what did the sun do while I was sleeping? So I do want to bring that other stuff back. But at any rate, um, there's a $5 level on the Patreon, and that gets you access to all the card readings. And if you show up for a live, I will put cards for you. So you don't even have to, you know, book a session with me or be a VIP 
to get some of that access to me just for anyone who is missing that um, to be honest I am missing reading cards more and doing that I really enjoy that for me that is a manifestation of magic and um, I'm really looking forward to getting back to it more soon I think I'm streamlining the whole space weather monitoring but at any rate, uh, we talk about merch on the episode as well using Jess's art. And I'm sharing with the episode the fantastic gift that <laughs> they made me. The, that's the don't be a masshole slogan. So uh, those the, the portrait of me on various merchandise is available from Jess and... I'm sure there will be more things in the future because I forgot that we decided we need to make something that says don't should all over yourself. <laughs> so get to work on that, Jess, and we'll, we'll put that up on Redbubble. Uh, at any rate, I'm so happy that you're all here and I know things have been kind of intense lately and everyone has been doing a lot of really spontaneous, accelerated healing and release of things um, especially a lot of inner child childhood stuff so I love you we all love you and by we I just mean the collective in general um, mother Gaia Terra Mama Pachu has been very closely loving and supporting and making herself available to all of her children so reach out in your times of need for that energetic comfort because I swear to you it is like having the most perfect maternal parental support you ever could have wished for so I wish that for everyone and enjoy this fantastic conversation. Thank you so much, Jess, for coming on here. Uh, you are a gift to me and everyone else. And I look forward to talking with you again soon. Welcome back, Galactic Groovers. I have my wonderful friend and amazing artist, tarot reader, and intuitive, uh, the beautiful goddess Jess Walker with Jet Tarot. Welcome, Jess. Hello. Thank you so much for that wonderful introduction. It is such a pleasure to be here. I'm so excited. I'm really excited too. Uh, for listeners, I just recorded a few days ago one of the episodes with uh, Jess Walker and Shanna Warwick, former guest of the pod, and Sarah Brown, hopefully future guest of the pod if you're listening, Sarah. Uh, I recorded an episode of Doors of Perception with them, so that will be out eventually, and I'll be sharing that, of course. So that is another thing that the very busy and talented Jess is doing. But we were just about <laughs> to launch into a conversation about this meditation group, uh, that we've been participating in for the past several months. Um, we have a group called AOD 2.0, uh, which is a lot of metaphysical and woo people. Um, so the people who attend this meditation, what we're doing is we meditate separately and quietly for 20 minutes. And then after that, we come back on and talk about what we saw, what we experienced and 
the sink the sinks with that are just unbelievable and the whole point of this was to try to help um, develop and strengthen more intuition and it has really been working that's for sure <laughs> so you were just about to talk about <laughs> this week's really awesome experience yes I was um, I actually had a animal communication with the wonderful and talented Sonia King and she had tapped into my cats and had said that you know my my little boy Hex who Andrea actually tapped in and let me know that he's a rainbow dragon named Malvator so that was really cool um so Hex or Malvator whichever one you would like to call him really wants to talk to me and that all I have to do is reach out while I'm in that space um and boy did he ever so I started to channel him rather quickly and it's uh one part talked about how we need to respect the plants, the animals, and the insects um, because they have truly gone through a transformation of their own during this ascension period. And they are here at a frequency now waiting to talk to us because we can now meet them in that space. And so my cat is just, he was just dying to talk to me. And he wanted to share that message. And it was beautiful because it synced up with another person, uh, Marie actually uh, saw spiders crawling all over her body, which she had no idea why. Mm -hmm. But I experienced that as a two-year-old child. Ah. I had had a spider nest that was in one of my closets, one of my toy closets. Mm -hmm. And I opened it up and the baby spiders, instead of just crawling all over the floor and crawling away, crawled all over me. Oh, wow. And they were going all at my body. And I remember sitting there going, oh, this is kind of cool. This is kind of cool. And then it was almost as if the past life memories of that planet <laughs> that uh -huh. many of us are aware of, it yes. was like it, it dawned on me. And I was like, I'm supposed to be scared right now. And then it turned terrifying. And so, like, she actually went through that experience in the meditation. Wow. And not only did she have that, but somebody else in the meditation also had spider synchrony, like synchronizations. Wow. So it just goes across multiple layers. We have had several instances where several of us throughout the group have seen almost identical portions and we're like, oh, and this weird thing happened. And then like four other people are like, oh yeah, mm -hmm, for sure. I saw that too. And yes. so it's, it's just super cool to see what kinds of things um, are coming up and we're starting very, very recently. And I've missed the first one, but now um, I'm really hoping to make it to this next one. Mm -hmm. We're going to start to set an intention for the meditation to see if we can meet in a space and possibly get the same download or maybe just like set a frequency of love to share with people. And as a group, sending that out is just more powerful than one person being able to send that out. We just want to kind of play with it and see what happens. 
Wow, that is amazing. I'm looking forward to joining that as well. And uh, the times that I've been able to come participate, I know I have experienced the same thing where everyone who was present in this meditation had tremendous, you know, we would see the same things and put things together. Um, Shannon, uh, the, when we had that one meditation where we were talking about the, the 13th hour and the hours and the, you know, the clock and all of that imagery and everything was coming up, that sort of helped me put together, uh, and finalize the finishing touches of the consciousness anchoring. Like I had not, I don't know how I missed this for the last year and a half, but I had not put together <laughs> that there's 12 muses. <laughs> 12 hours on a clock, you know, but, uh, separate from my experience, I have to touch on what you just said about, um, what your dragon said to you in this meditation this last week, because, um, and first of all, I'm so excited that you're talking to Malvator and you're really having that experience. And I'm not just, you know, such an out there animal communicator that I'm making shit up. <laughs> It was literally yeah. my first ever animal yeah. communication, and I was told through that session with Sonia King that I am just supposed to trust. I am mm -hmm. supposed to trust what comes through the same way that I trust the words that come through with my guides, and I just am mm -hmm. supposed to know mm -hmm. that that's him. Yep, yep. Yeah, so. I even had one recently uh, that as I was talking to them in more of the animal realm, their highest self, they they morphed uh from being a dog to being like a dog person it, and so i wasn't sure if they were trying to show me like they were once a person and this is who i was or, but it was the first time that it ever happened so that was really cool but what malvator told you about the plants and animals and insects being having gone through a transformation and being at that frequency that almost made me cry. That resonated so hard in my heart center because of that experience that I just shared with you on Tuesday <laughs> about my bug communication story that really started this whole thing for me. And that makes so much sense to me because when I was connecting with that energy, it was crystalline energy. It wasn't uh, you know, carbon based and I have felt them changing, you know, I have felt that change. So that rings so true. And here's another wild sink with you. When I was the same age too, um, I had an kind of a similar thing where at first I was like, wow, they're so pretty and this is really cool. And then as I started to feel pain and realize I was, you know, on earth, um, then I started screaming, but, um, <laughs> was two we were at a picnic in Florida and I was forever driving my poor grandmother crazy giving her a heart attack trying to touch poisonous things and having no fear of anything you know because I just loved nature so much but in Florida you know about 30% of things are poisonous so uh, she was forever chasing after me but I sat down right in a pile of fire ants because I saw them all walking around you know crawling around on the ground and they were so pretty and red and and then of course you know pretty quickly I was like this is no longer fun and started crying and then um, 
she came and got me and wiped me down with rubbing alcohol and everything. And so for a long time, I kind of had a negative association with ants, but um, it's so funny that we both had that experience. And isn't that wild? Like she wiped you down with rubbing alcohol, which would have burnt more at first. Mm -hmm. And so it like had you have an aversion to ants. My dad heard me screaming from upstairs and ran downstairs to see me covered head to toe in spiders mm. and didn't know what to do. So he took me outside and hosed me off with a garden oh hose. God. So it's freezing <laughs> cold water to get all these ant oil uh. spiders off. <laughs> and so of course I'm now terrified of spiders, like arachnophobic. Oh <laughs> I, at one point in my life, my mom, she was like, we're going to get you over your fear of spiders. And so they had me hold a tarantula and I almost stopped breathing. Like I literally, oh my, my lips gosh. were turning blue. Yeah. My lips were turning blue. I was completely like petrified, like fear state. And she's like, you need to take the spider away from her now. And the woman who was concentrated on her tarantula was like, she's doing so good. And my mom's like, she's not breathing. <laughs> <laughs> You know, my youngest um, has had that level of uh, panic and, and anxiety of, at different points throughout their uh, childhood, and I would have to intervene like that, too. And now, first of all, let me just say, that was a bad idea. That's not how you do exposure therapy <laughs> to get over arachnophobia. But um, that being said, thank goodness she was at least paying attention to your you know, your, the signals you were giving because my youngest doesn't fight or flight. They freeze. And they're the only way I would be able to tell is that they would stop talking and their eyes would get as big as a saucer. And I would see their pupils dilate and I would be like, okay, you're in the middle in the night, you know, and then I would, but it took me a while to figure that out. And it's so, so our parents hosing you off like why was that the choice rather than taking you in the bathroom and putting you in a nice you know warm it bath yeah so funny i know they all did the best they could but sometimes really it's did. like what were you thinking <laughs> Didn't know any better. <laughs> uh, wow. So I can't believe, well, I can believe because this happens to us consistently uh, that we have so many more things just since uh, Tuesday. But yeah. It literally reminds me more and more that we like had a drop down menu before we came here. And it's like, so you mm -hmm. get this set amount of experiences to choose from. You don't get to say how those experiences play out on earth. So of course it's all a little bit different for all of us, mm -hmm. but the overall theme of it is just so similar for so many people. It's like, did we really just click on things and be like, this is it, I'm going in. I know, I know, and it's so wild. I mean, I truly believe that everyone, uh, you know, I don't ascribe to the idea that like, some of us are star seeds and some of us are just, you know, blank slates or uh, extra players in the game or whatever. Um, I think we all have that and we all have a contract, but I just think some of the people who seem to not be kind of having the same experience just didn't sign up for that experience yet, or maybe they already did. And this time they're like, yeah, I think I'll just be a background actor, you know, but, um, the commonalities between, uh, just especially in our group 
it's wild that that many people have such similar experiences. And I'm starting to notice like um, physical through lines as well. Like you had talked about um, fibromyalgia a little. Um, and so many people experience that in our group, like a much higher proportion than the general public. And um, sort of what I've been told and what I, some of the conclusions I'm coming to over the observations the last year and a half is that uh, we are Earth's nervous system. And so um, that fibromyalgia is like, while in our physical body, it can materialize as, um, you know, pain or stiffness and soreness and things that you have to manage. I feel like that sensitivity also has a function and a purpose. And as we learn to um, calm our nervous system ourselves and be centered and tap into what these things are for. And just for anyone listening, you know uh, better than anyone, my listeners, that I am not, you know, ableist or like bypassing the physical experiences because whatever diseases or conditions that your body physically has are real. It's just that I think some of our design, our engineering when we came into this life was for a certain purpose because along with fibromyalgia, there's so many people with Ehlers-Danlos, which is um, a genetic thing. Like it's a genetic <laughs> And so the fact that we all have this really rare thing that is genetic, um, I know that that also it has a function. And part of the function I have figured out with that is that um, most of the people who have that also seem to be the type who've been doing grid work uh, in their sleep their whole life and are just now being able to do it consciously. But I know for me, like it feels like having a broken doll syndrome, you know, the dolls that have the little rubber bands in their shoulders and their legs to hold them together. Um, well, your joints and your, your tendons and your ligaments are very loosey-goosey like that, which can be inconvenient when you're moving around in the material world if you don't know how to stabilize your joints and strengthen your body in the ways necessary to manage that so you're more stable. But if you are uh, in your Titan size up in the astral holding on to the grid, you know, sometimes it literally feels like I'm holding the, the grid together. You know what I mean? And after I have that experience, then my shoulders and my arms and, and my legs will just kind of feel like they have pressure. And the conclusion that I've come to about that is that if we did not have that flexibility, if we did not have that disorder, that mutation, it would be uh, physically unbearable to be doing that kind of energy work for the planet. Um, especially as we're growing up and we don't really have awareness of it, but I went off on a tangent. Um, so Jess listeners is such a talented artist and she started, I think it's been what, about a year now that you started doing this. I don't remember who the first portrait that you did from the group was. I remember Trista's. Was there anyone before that? Oh gosh. 
you know, off the top of my head, I'm not completely sure. Yeah, you've done so many. I I was going to say, I don't know if that's terrible or if that just means I'm completely blessed because so many people have asked me. Um, (laughs) I would say it's the latter. (laughs) I started doing digital art for, um, well, it's probably been about since the summer. Mm -hmm. Um, So only about six months. And before that, um, I would draw or paint and mail them off um and so i did that from about 2020 um i started doing art for the group Mm -hmm. and yeah it's just been exponential um i have so much fun with it um my talent has exploded and i can only credit being able to tap into going to school at nighttime i asked Mm -hmm. for art school I asked to go to art school and I watched the upgrades happen. I put in the practice here and it's easy. I want to do it. I enjoy it. And when I don't feel like I want to do it, I don't do it. And if I have to have somebody wait two extra weeks for a portrait because I'm not in flow, they are so happy Mm -hmm. to receive it when they do because I was able to create from a space of flow. And I'm even more grateful to be in a community where people understand that because it allows me to not only be in flow, but I get to live authentically. Yes. All of that is amazing. And I did not know that, that you did that, that you asked for art school in your uh, sleep hours. And that is so fantastic. And I mean, not that someone can't just pick up something and suddenly be a prodigy at it, but I have watched, that's why I thought you've been doing this a really long time because I have watched the progression and you're right. It really only has been six months. Um, Listeners, Jess is the one who did the amazing uh, portrait of mine that we're actually going to be releasing. uh, We're going to split the proceeds from uh, some merch with that beautiful artwork, but it is, I have never seen a portrait of myself that I loved more. (laughs) I, and (laughs) To, to, to help you understand this, what, what Jess does, she either takes a photo or, uh, you know, her um, perception of you and creates this, um, oh, it's so hard to describe. Like, what style of art would you describe? Because it's not like... It's almost like color pop, but... Yeah, like, that's what I was going to say, but, but it's not, like not, yeah, right. it's and like your own version. It is. Yeah. And I've really, it's funny too, because sometimes 3d version of Jess will look at stuff on Pinterest and see all these glorious artworks. And I'm like, I kind of wish I could do stuff like that. And then I instantly, I instantly sit back and go, no, you know, I'm really, really thrilled with having found my own kind of groove. And I just kind of make them like galactic color pop art. I don't really know. It's it's beautiful. (laughs) So Jess took this photo of me, which it happens to be one of my favorites. It was so cool that you picked that one because I didn't tell tell her anything. I just said, oh, do whatever you feel called to. And the the portrait that she made, which I know some of you have probably already seen because I've been sharing it and I'll share it with the episode, of course, too. But uh it's 
just so perfect for me and she has uh, the earth um, reflected in the sunglasses that are you know showing my eyes and then there's light that's the other thing that I love is the light language uh, the light language that comes through in all of your pieces and everyone that comes out is just better and better or you know and now the community anytime you put out a new one everybody gets all excited you and um, Leslie Baker too uh, her oh, her so talented yes those are so gorgeous but you both are and I love that you have embraced that you have found your own style because that's one of the things as artists that oh everybody does this you know you you see all kinds of other things like me as a singer when I was growing up I was like I want to sing like Pat Benatar I want to be Linda Ronstadt I want to be all of these different people as I was coming up heart you know don't get me started on the Wilson sisters um, but by the time I was probably about 20 22 something happened and there was a switch where suddenly I was just singing like me I, I was singing that music, but I wasn't like imitating it. And it takes uh, singers, uh, fine artists, anyone who does anything creative like that, often a lot of time, and some never find it. And that's okay because it's meant to be a joy and a pleasure. Uh, and a journey. Yeah, and a journey and, and doing it for fun. But when you are able to find your own voice or your own style or those things it is such a gift and to be able to just trust that yep this is what I'm gonna do and I'm just gonna do my own thing that seems to like you said create such much more authenticity you're in flow and I've had a lot of the same experiences with my work and my podcast and everything that people when I honor my flow other people honor it too like I, all of that hamster wheel stuff about being um, you know having a deadline those sorts of things that we all stress about or like oh no I need to reschedule or whatever it is just tend to disappear so I love that you're doing that it's so great and I just I love to give that out to other people too because there was an instance where somebody had to reschedule with me three times and they just kept apologizing profusely. And I'm like, mm -hmm. everything, everything happens in perfect timing. Yes. And so I was like, I have no issues with people rescheduling. If you need to reschedule with me, reschedule mm -hmm. because if I need to reschedule, you can bet your ass that I am going to <laughs> honor myself now. I have reached a level of self-love where I know what I deserve. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I deserve my own flow. I deserve to not give away more energy than I can spare. And every single person deserves to have that for themselves. That is such a beautiful way to put it. And yes, I wholeheartedly agree. When I book guests, I tell them immediately, if you need to reschedule, it is no problem because I want them to already know going in that if anything comes up and they're not feeling it that day because some people I mean you're already doing a podcast so you have gotten over this hurdle but a lot of people are not accustomed to hearing their voice and public speaking is the number one fear for a reason uh, and so as to other people this might as well be public speaking and so even if they just wake up that day and they're like yeah my nerves are too much today but I'll be ready next time you know what I mean it's totally fine and that's why when I uh, put up my post uh, for 
for my own sanity and not having to reinvent the wheel every time because I put out a lot of content. I have hashtags that I just keep copying and pasting on every post. And so I added um, hashtag normalize naps, hashtag normalize rescheduling. Absolutely. So we're starting the flow movement. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no more deadlines, no more bullshit. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, when it's done, it's done. <laughs> yeah, it absolutely is. Uh, light language. While we're on the subject of light language, I can't believe it took me this long, but maybe it was just like you're saying all that divine timing so that it would be in my forethought when we got together to talk. But uh, as everybody knows, I follow the human residence and torture you with it ad nauseum. But... <laughs> Um, for the first time ever, I made the effort to really zoom in on the image because another really fabulous, and I mean, she's been doing research for years. She's really got a following built up and she's much more knowledgeable, honestly, than I am. She's the one who kind of helped educate me about a lot of things, but uh, it's a, uh, Alexis with um, Ascension Diaries uh, online for anybody who wants to check her out. But uh, she had shown a zoom in of the Marconi antenna thing and had seen some interesting symbols. And so I was looking at the Tomsk observatory feed of the Schumann resonance and thought, huh, that looks a little interesting. And I zoomed in and then I zoomed in and then I sharpened it. And then I was like, holy shit, that looks like Jess's light language. <laughs> so, and I know I showed that to you, and I've, I've been watching for more uh, activity, more evidence of that. It's been fairly calm, but we did have a big bump last night, so I'll have to go through that footage and see if there's anything in there. But how wild would that be if that's what that is? <laughs> you know, it would just, it would be pretty cool. <laughs> and uh -huh. I've noticed that, with some of the some of the pictures that I do, if I take the photo and I go into my photos, the iPhone has this thing where it'll find text or whatever. Mm -hmm. And on more than one of them, it's found numbers and they've been in syncing number patterns every time. Wow. <laughs> wow. That is amazing. Yeah. Um, one of them was like 12 digits long and it was all a syncing number. And then the other one was just six of them, but it was also a syncing pattern. Wow, that is amazing. That that is just amazing. I yeah, you're that's the thing. You have to check out Jess's art, everyone, because it is otherworldly. And she is definitely channeling in that source energy and that galactic inspiration. Um it's like capturing parts of your essence, your soul, whatever you're supposed to know about yourself in that image. Um, I know since you did mine, like, I don't know how to describe it exactly, but there was something about that. And when you finished it and I saw it, I was like, yeah, that is me. Damn right. That's me. You know what I mean? It was like interesting to have myself reflected by someone else in that way. And it gave me, and there's probably some people out there going like she needed more confidence, but, um, uh, just so you know, I mean, that is genuine of me, but you also should know that it was hard won and I had to work very hard on myself to get here, but it gave me a different kind of confidence, like a confidence that the new version of myself that I've been cultivating over these last few years is me. That's my authentic self. It's wonderful. Like, 
I love the experience with you and like you just resonate so hard with like what I had drawn and a lot of the people they asked me afterwards like how did you know and I'm just like <laughs> so I, I saw this thing just pop into my head and I'm like okay well that's where we're gonna start and I start and then it falls out of me and mm -hmm. eventually I just hear okay you're done and I'm like all right we're finished the art's ready. <laughs> um, so it's it's really interesting um I also have been asking for psychic school at night mm -hmm. um I rotate between psychic school, art school, play and rest so that I am making sure that I'm encompassing all aspects of the astral. Mm -hmm. And um, it's really started to like right now, my guides are hammering in art school. They basically say I'm going to art school from now until April. Mm -hmm. um, and that then, makes sense to me because, because we're like the six we're bringing in the new world right now yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> right i know all about creation and all this i was like okay this makes sense absolutely mm -hmm. um but there was one time that they were hammering in psychic school and i went to psychic school for like four months and afterwards is when the light language started coming out in my art ah that makes so much sense i love that i really love that i i see that in my uh third eye when I'm being given sound and movements that they want me to make. Um, so I think that's part of what just really attracted me to, you know, all of your work. Plus it's just beautiful. New year, new ad. Welcome to 2022. I want to tell you a little bit about my services. I do a variety of oracle readings, animal communication, expansion coaching, consciousness anchoring, and grief mediumship support. I feel like I'm forgetting something, but I'll just move right on to the Patreon, which is a darn good deal because here's the deal with that. There's a $5, 10 and $20 tier. All tiers receive 50% off all of my services all the time. Unlimited discount. As well, the $10 tier gets full access to all content, including all previously recorded content from the last three months. And you would think with only three months, I wouldn't have that much. But boy, there's plenty up there. It would take you a while to get through it, to be honest. So there's plenty to watch and listen to and absorb and learn from. As well, on the $20 tier, my VIPs get a free service every month. So that is like a 75% discount on some of my services. If you would like to have me as a guest on your podcast or you would like to be a guest on mine, go to my booking link through my link tree and book a podcast interview. If you have a good or service or healing art or intuitive practice that you would like to trade with me for one of my services, let's start the new economy with bartering, shall we? So go book a trade, go book a podcast interview, go book a service and go join the Patreon at Grooving Goddess on Patreon. You will have to go do it in a browser because you can't find it uh, in the app due to the fact that I have it marked 18 plus. So if you would like to join the Patreon, go do that there. And boy, we just can't wait to have you there. The Patreon has grown so fast in the last few months 
and I know we're just going to keep growing. So come join the Xanadu party and learn more about yourself, space weather, grid work, consciousness expansion, time manipulation and perception, and much, much more. Um, but you also do wonderful tarot readings and um, you're just such a wonderful addition to the community, uh, putting light out into the world and beauty and also such a wonderful connection for me and heart connection for me. I really appreciate our um, compatibility, our synchronicity, our communication. You have become a very dear friend to me. Uh, Serafina and I, I mentioned to her last night that um, I had done a consciousness anchoring with Shanna and that uh, I had done your podcast. And one of the things that Serafina said was that you and Shanna, um, and I know she wouldn't care that I'm saying this, but you and Shanna are, were like two of the first people that she connected with right, right away in the community, you know, right from the start. And that was because, um, you, you are transparent in the best way, meaning like you are authentic and there's like, there's no, you don't hide any parts of yourself. You have free expression of your emotions and who you really are. Like you don't try to put up a front or, you know what I mean? Or, or keep, keep your cards close to your, to, to the vest, like some people do, which there's nothing wrong with that either. But, um, I think when you're a highly intuitive person, because Serafina is like, uh, she's super powered in a way that, I don't, you know, it's still, she's still figuring it out, <laughs> but I just know that I'm always in awe of some of her ability to perceive. Um, and so I think for her, when she encounters people that are really tightly closed off and everything, it's harder to just trust them, you know, but you and Shanna, uh, were people that just, I just let them right in. And I said, yeah, I know me too. <laughs> I, I, also, I just haven't had as much chance to talk to Sarah. I love that you have this picture of a lighthouse behind you because one of the, <laughs> one of the first downloads that I got from my guides, it was like the first spring after I had woke up in January, 2020. So it was like March or April, somewhere in there. And it was literally talking about like letting your light shine like a lighthouse in the storm. Oh, wow. Being out yeah. there and just, you know, turning that light on and mm -hmm. being loud and woo and out there because so many people are going to be lost in this storm looking for somebody and looking for direction. Yes. And it's not about come and follow me. I know the right way to do it. It's mm -hmm. about, I know this way to do it. And if you can take any part of that and run with it and build off of that and create your own thing and find your own thing, then you shine your light out for other people to watch you do your thing so mm -hmm. that you can inspire so many other people to turn their lights on. And eventually mm -hmm. we will have more lights than there is storm. That is so beautiful. And I fully agree. And uh, that was one of the things in the summer. Serafina was, uh, we had talked about, because we were both feeling like, 
Okay, we got to get our stuff done because there's going to be a lot of other people going through it. We already did. And then come the next, you know, the new year, big wave of new people coming. And um, a lot of people like you and like us are in this place now where we're doing like what you said, where it's no longer about I'm the only way or, <laughs> or I'll, you know, for $500 or whatever it is, oh, I'll God. teach you how to do yada, yada. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing no. wrong with getting paid for your services, but you know, there's, there's, um, like there for me, more, yeah, there are more, um, pathways of abundance than just money. Yes. And so mm -hmm. I've been opening up so much, like a lot of people, like they want art and, my prices are $222 for a portrait. And sure. As like, well, they should. Right. <laughs> but I also, I also state, I know, I know that finances can be difficult mm -hmm. for a lot of people right now. Mm -hmm. And if you feel called to my art and you want some of my art, message me because I'm mm -hmm. open to exchanges. I'm open to, you know, other forms of abundance. I get so much out of readings, out of other people giving me art, out of like having exchanges of services, mm -hmm. energy work. Like I get so much out of that. And it just gives me so much pleasure to create art and to be able to gift that to people that it's more worth it to me to have that openness and not just mm -hmm. a set thing. And so yes. it's more like, I love the whole thing about openness and like, it's not just the right way or one mm -hmm. way. Don't just do it this way. There's yeah. so many ways to do it. There's there so are. Many ways. There are so many pathways. And like you said, it's about shining your light and those who are attracted to your light will learn what they need to from you. And the thing is, is that, most of us have all done exactly the same thing and we've had our own lighthouses or way showers. That's the word that a lot of people are using now that I really like rather than guru or expert or whatever. It's just way shower. way shower. Yeah. It's show just, you yeah, you I'm going to show your way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, uh, like if you encounter one person and you're attracted to them, chances are, you're going to connect with three or four other people as a result of that, that are part of that person's network. Um, and then those things all together help complete your journey. I know for me, like that's been the hardest thing when I go back sometimes and I'm trying to explain kind of like how I got from point A to point B where I'm at now. And there's so many people <laughs> along the way who were part of it that it becomes like, okay, well, here's the roster of these 12 intuitives and healers and amazing Born. souls. Yeah. <laughs> who helped me get here. <laughs> um, and I'm, and I, I really resonate with what you said about money because I've had a lot of people, you know, try to tell me. And I think the reason they tell me it's, it's twofold. One, they really do just, um, they genuinely want everyone to feel abundant, you know, and to be abundant, but they maybe just have a different idea of what that looks like. But I have also had quite a few people, you know, as I have been building the business and the podcast and adding new services and things, I get told quite often that I need to charge more, you know? So the way I worked around that is I up my prices and then I give massive discounts. <laughs> 
<laughs> but um, you know, and That's then and so then so trades and energy exchanges, like you said. But the reason I, you know, I this has been intentional because I was gatekept from so much and priced out of the, the healing services that would have helped me so much earlier in my life if I had had access to them. So I make it a point to have free content, uh, reasonably priced, high value uh, content. Like, you know, I keep telling people, <laughs> join my Patreon for one month and then whatever you want, you get it for $20. <laughs> and then leave the next month if you want but anyway so there's a hack listeners um but being able to give people that access at all different levels is is because pay what you can is really great too but the thing is is that people really want to give something back they really they 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 don't want to just take your uh gift or charity, you know, there's a lot around that. There's a lot that um, can make people feel like it. doing it this way where you're exchanging, you're bartering, you're trading. Um, it allows people to still have their, their dignity and to know that they have uh, compensated you for that. But yeah, I am all about like, I really feel like people like us are creating the new economy. And this is no shade to the people who are like, you should be charging this and you should be charging that um, because everybody has to do it their own way. But I know for me personally, because I am able to not, like, I get it. If this was my only income and I was 100% dependent on it, I might have to be a little more, more hungry about it or more strict about it, but because I am placed in this position right now, the divine timing to have the opportunity to be able to give as much as I can right now and not worry too much about survival needs, um, I'm doing that. And then I know when I get to the point where I do require um, more maintenance income, it's going to be there because I will have put in this work already. And that's the other yes. thing. The more I do this and the more I don't do what anybody else is doing, the more I'm authentic to myself, the more people show up, the more listeners, the more opportunities, the more clients, it all comes to you when you are doing your authentic self. Absolutely. And I've noticed that for myself too, uh, that whenever I'm in flow, that I'm, getting exactly everything that I need and I always remind myself I have everything I need and more mm -hmm. and if ever I start to feel like you know that voice in the back of my head that lack programming you're about to spend money on something stupid or <laughs> you're lowering your price or whatever mm -hmm. I just say like what I spend comes back times 10 again and again yes. and again and yes. it's like, and I just know it is going to be there and it mm -hmm. can come in any shape, way, shape or form. Um, I just wholeheartedly believe it. And I hold that. I don't hold that. What comes back to me like times 10 in a greedy hoarding way. Yeah. I know that when I'm being given money that I also have money to give. Mm -hmm. And in our wonderful community, like there are lots of opportunities to just be like, Hey, like 
I have some extra money who mm-hmm. who's gonna who's gonna benefit from this <laughs> yeah uh the other day when we were putting up the posts to join the energy exchange and kind of talking about some of that and opening it up to people and letting them know hey you don't have to be a woo practitioner whatever we all have something to offer just sign up and the person that you're paired up with and you'll you know, figure it out and work something out. I had the thought to myself because, um, you know, I'm, I know I'm having a very good month this month and, uh, as things are picking up. And I also realized that, um, there, things are getting tough, tougher out there for a lot of people. I will probably, you know, be putting up posts here and there that say, Hey, I can send, uh, some money to five people to help with groceries put down your Venmo or your cash app or whatever it is. And I'll just send it to you because for me, especially with our community, I, I would not be me had I not found that. I really believe that I would not have found this path. I, even though I was awake and woo my whole damn life, I don't think I ever would have developed that, um, like courage to step out and be public and to just be my authentic self publicly and do all this. So I am very grateful when I can give back in that way. I agree. And I really strive and aspire. I have goals to be able to do that in good time. I'm mm-hmm, not going mm-hmm. to put a monthly date on it because sure, sure. not anymore. Yeah. But I do have goals to be able to do that. And the reason why I want to be able to do that and give back in that kind of way is because I've been helped in that kind of way before mm-hmm. I have on several occasions, um, had to go to the group and be like, you guys, like, I have nothing in my mm-hmm. fridge. I have nothing mm-hmm. in my fridge right now. Mm-hmm. And I can't even tell you the first time that I had ever posted, um, I literally just posted a photo of my fridge and I was like, I don't even know what to do right now. Um, within an hour, I had over $400. In my PayPal. Holy crap. Jess. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That is <laughs> so amazing to know. Yes. Because Cause, I mean, I remember all that, but wow. Yeah. I was literally saved that month. <laughs> That's beautiful. I'm going to cry too. (laughs) It's okay. Cry. Let it out. Let out those gratitude tears and the release of uh, getting through that hurdle in your life. You've come so far this year. So far. The first time that I was able to donate to somebody else who Mm -hmm. had posted in Mm -hmm. need. And I was like, I have extra money. And you bet your ass I'm going to give it now. (laughs) Yeah. I was was given so much. I I sent $15 to somebody. And the next day, two people booked art. So I sent $20. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know, and that really is how it's working. So I think listeners, you know, that's really what Jess and I and some others in the community are trying to uh, tell you is that this is part of how we co-create and materialize things in the world. It's not just about, you know, the secret or attracting it or like, thinking over and over again about having a sports car. It's about this. It's about receiving. And then when you're able to giving and every uh, same thing happens to me every time right there. I'm Mm -hmm. sorry to interrupt. Oh no, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. That was another download that came in and it was, it was one of those downloads that came in so strong. I audibly heard it in, in my head. Like it was a different voice 
and mm-hmm. everything. And it said, when your hands are out to give, they are also out to receive. When you are in an energy of giving, when you are in that heart space of giving, the universe gives back to you because mm-hmm. it works in tandem. And that is how we co-create this new world. Yes. Yes. That is so beautiful. I love that. That is exactly true. And, and you know, I can uh, attest to having the same experience. Every time I uh, donate to someone or help anyone that I can at the time, sure enough, uh, the next day, even sometimes the same day, like one time it was like within an hour and I'm just same like, here. wow, okay. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know, I'll have some bookings or somebody will invite me on a podcast or there will be something like that. Um, so unbelievable. So number syncs, uh, that has real, I mean, I've always had them, but over the last few weeks, it's just been like, okay, guys, I hear you. I see it. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> 50 plus times a day. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not even joking. I had yeah, two I believe you. actually that we actually, we were at the beginning sending photos and we're uh-huh. like, this is ridiculous. But it got to the point where it was like, okay, well, you have 550 <laughs> photos of just yeah. numbers in your yeah. phone. And you're like, oh God, like it just happens always. <laughs> and then I laughed so hard because like 1222 is a really big one that mm-hmm. me and my friend Chaz see all the time. So we'll still Snapchat each other at 1222. And we're just like, yeah, I saw it again, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's just like really funny. Um, and there's so many other ones. Like I see... 1111 uh, all the time. 333 is a really big one. Mm-hmm. Um, like the running numbers, 1234, 1234 mm-hmm. is also a big one, mm-hmm. which is really funny because I'm like, didn't I just look at the clock at 1222? Why did I have to glance at the clock? Like, you know, <laughs> I don't can't do math. Everybody knows I can't mm-hmm. do math. <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> however many minutes later <laughs> but I just like glance at the clock again and I'm like are you kidding me sometimes I even try not to and then yeah. I still do it and I'm like <laughs> yeah. you guys pause time I know you did <laughs> they're like well we're just gonna slow down time since you're being stubborn <laughs> right <laughs> um I had a really awesome one this week uh I was doing um podcast editing and it was the first half of my friend Colleen Orr's episode that we did um, and her uh, you know ident online everywhere is core love 777 right and <laughs> so I'm I'm doing that and then um, I am putting that out and then I'm having another like seven came up somewhere else and then I opened up one of my accounts and there was seven hundred seventy-seven dollars in it. That's hilarious. And I was like, all right, well, because the funny thing about it was is we had recorded that episode uh quite a while ago and every once in a while I still have those nagging like hamster wheel thoughts or the shoulds where I'm like, Oh, I really need to get that out. You know, instead of just knowing it'll come out at the right time. And so every time that is what will happen. And, um, it's been so amazing this last week, especially because the content that I kind of banked before my, um, December week off, (laughs) which turned out to be a, a week of, no, you're just going to watch the sun for five straight days. 
because it's going bananas. But you know, it all worked out. They were like, so yeah, don't schedule any clients. <laughs> During that time, you gave me my sanity. I was like, I'm dying. And then you'd be like, well, the Schumann is pretty wild. And I'm like, never mind. I'm not dying. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. No, I'm not. Um, yeah, that was that was pretty unusual. Uh, but Anyway, those number syncs will come in and always remind me, okay, this is coming out exactly when it's meant to. Yes, thank you for the reminder. Uh, so I just keep trying to remind myself every time my monkey brain, you know, wants to go off to those thoughts about um, the shoulds or the deadlines that everything just happens the way it's meant to. I made a deal with myself about shoulds. And I said, if my brain ever said I should, I'm going to stop and I'm going to evaluate what I should, quote unquote, mm -hmm. be doing. Mm -hmm. And if it is something that I don't want to do, but feel like I have to do for somebody else's benefit, I will not do it. And I will not do it on purpose. I will say, what do you want to do right now? And I'll do that thing until I'm like, all right. I am going to go and do this other thing because I gave myself some time. Yeah. And it gives me such a different energy about doing it because I've already given myself space, time, and energy before I go and do something for someone else. Mm -hmm. So I filled my cup. Yes. Yes. That is, that is so, and it's kind of funny because like that's sort of what I started doing is I was just like, all right, well you need to get rebellious with yourself because I've had the, the concept and the saying that I love the most that really helped me about five years ago, the first time I heard it was don't shoot all over yourself. <laughs> don't shoot all over yourself. Isn't that great? That's, that's our next t-shirt everybody. Yeah, That'll exactly. Our next collaboration. Look our next collaboration. Soon. Oh, that would be so great. I would love that. Cause that's what <laughs> I keep all these little catchphrases keep coming up in the Patreon. Send so, them that's, to me. so that's why I'm doing merch. So yeah, uh, that would be a great t-shirt. Don't shoot all over yourself. You make the that's art. Hilarious. We'll put the same on there and put that one out Love too because uh, everybody need, and you know even people who are not at all metaphysical or aware of any of this just your average Jane or Joe will get that sentiment they'll understand what that means and that's and just, still putting it out there just a reminder to like do it with compassion like mm -hmm. don't don't do it from a space of like oh, well, now I have to not do this because like, right. Murmur, murmur, right? And it's right. just like, no, come at it from a space of compassion. Like I deserve to take an hour mm -hmm. for myself mm -hmm. and then even remind yourself, go a little bit further and undo some of that programming and sit there and go, I understand that you have been programmed your entire life to give away your energy to other people and to believe mm -hmm. that you have to do this thing right now. But I promise you, if you take 30 minutes, if you take an hour for yourself to do something for you, you're going to feel way better about doing this other thing. Mm -hmm. That is so true. And that's, that's really what it is, is that, you know, in a, in an analogy, we have been a carrot and stick society for so long that we don't know how to have the carrot and then go deal with the stick. You know, which like, if you think about it, makes so much more sense because if you just give the horse the carrot, <laughs> it'll be a happy horse and want to keep going, right? Exactly. <laughs> but, so it's so wild that we have been treating our, ourselves that way uh, forever. 
yeah. uh, especially since Forever. industrialization. But and of course, like if you are like myself and believe in reincarnation, there is an extremely good chance that you have been dealing with this for lifetimes. Oh yeah. Oh. And that yeah. having extreme compassion for yourself and literally talking to yourself as if consoling a very upset child and being mm. like, I understand right now that you think that you're going to be in trouble for this, but I promise you, like, it's not going to be that way. Take a Mm -hmm. moment for yourself. That is so beautiful. I, I love listening to you and I'm so glad that I invited you on. Uh, Are you, do you have any other appointments after this? I don't. Okay, no. cool. All right, because I don't. Um, so I can I can selfishly keep you for a few more minutes. Um, Absolutely, please. <laughs> but this has been uh, a conversation even beyond my wildest dreams, as usual. All of our interactions are that way, and I have just been so joyful um, working with all of your ba- your animal babies and um, helping with that and just uh, our exchanges together have been so wonderful. Um, if anybody wants to join the AOD 2.0 group, uh, you just go on there on Facebook and ask to join and there's a few questions mm-hmm. and we'll let you in. But, you have um, to answer the questions or yes. else the, um, we won't know whether or not uh you know us or how you know us Mm -hmm. Um, i'm part i'm part of the mod team and so like the mod team will usually skip over if we don't recognize by name unless the questions are filled out and we do that not to segregate or separate but to protect a lot of the people that are in there because we talk about a lot of really raw, vulnerable things in that group. Yes. We really share it like a family, like therapy. We go there for, you know, laughs and, and love, but we also go there for when we're needing help. And so mm-hmm. I just really ask that if you're going to come into this community, that you're going to do it with uh, good intentions. Yes. Yes. And I would assume probably most of my listeners would be that way. I would assume so too. Um, But the Medi group, if you're already in the group and you haven't tried out the Medi every week, I highly encourage you to do it because it is just making everyone uh, bloom that, um, 33 petaled <laughs> crown chakra is just like, woo, opening like a, a flower uh, in one of those time-lapse videos. <laughs> I love that you just said a 33 petaled flower because 33, 333, that's, that's my number. Me too. Um, I wonder if the path three, we probably do connect. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's probably why we connect with it. <laughs> Yeah. Creative artist, flowy, mm-hmm. fun-spirited, childlike. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. That is so fantastic. I didn't even know that. Um, amazing. <laughs> yeah, that is really amazing. Uh, both my kids were born on the third. Like, I have that three thing so many times throughout my life. It's really... I was uh, born at 11.33 in the morning. <laughs> That's so fantastic. <laughs> I love that. Uh, so do you have any final thoughts for our listeners or anything that we didn't touch on this time? Uh, I mean, I know you and I could just literally talk for hours and uh, always have so much to say. Well, um, I will actually just close with 
another channel from Malvator. Um, he said at the very end of meditation last time, he said, find time to love yourself daily. Whether you say I love you in the mirror after brushing your teeth or finding time for meditation and contemplation, love yourself daily. You cannot love others any more than you love yourself. Do so with a fierceness of desire that comes and can only come from how deeply you love you. Oh, that is beautiful. Thank you, Malvator, and thank you, Jess. Uh, tell everybody where they can find you and all your glory. <laughs> you can find me at Jet Tarot on Facebook, at Jet.Tarot on Instagram, or at JessWalker25 on TikTok. I do have other linked Instagrams um, on that Jet Tarot to get you to my artwork. So you can just look for that in my bio. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, everybody be sure to go follow Jess. And thank you so much for coming on. I'm sure it will not be our last conversation by any means. I sure hope not. I'm starting to get like this uh, roster of rotating guests that, you know, I know, yep, you're coming back on. So you're definitely on, on, the, uh, on the team. <laughs> I made it. I did good. <laughs> <laughs> you made it. Well, there is no doubt in either of our minds, I hope, about that because you're so delightful and we've never had a bad conversation ever. Um, and it I love the three things. It's a wonderful flow that we get into. Uh -huh. It's just so comfortable like, mm -hmm. talking to a family member. <laughs> yes, most definitely. Well, thank you so much. And uh, listeners, make sure that you go follow Jess everywhere and check out her art and her readings and we will see you next time cats and kittens let me tell you about meow podcast on youtube this is our collaboration between myself andrea land grieving goddess and Serafina of Fraggle Ing with Serafina. It's hard to believe that we have been doing Meow Podcast, M-E-O-W-W, -W, on YouTube for almost a year now. Watch for a lot of exciting upcoming events this year. We host a global panel discussion and healing conversations about topics including metaphysical, sociopolitical, health, really all about aspects of human and non-human life. So come join us on Meow Podcast. Please like, subscribe, hit that alarm button so that you get notifications of our episodes when they drop. We have many guests from Grooving Goddess and also from Fraggling with Serafina, as well as entirely different guests that you're not going to get on other podcasts. So come listen, watch, and enjoy Meow Podcast today. You can also find and follow our page on Instagram, the Meow Podcast, and send us a DM if you would like to be on the show, or you have any questions or comments, or just want to say howdy. So come on down and strut your stuff with us cats and kittens in these healing conversations. Meow Podcast. It's not a vibe. It's a frequency.
One of my favorite parts of having guests on is being able to ask them what their favorite songs are, if there's any songs they would dig if it went on the end of the episode. And then I try to do it. And I think Jess was probably a little worried when they gave me metal that it was going to be just not possible or a disaster. <laughs> and it may possibly be both. <laughs> but nonetheless, I did it. And it was really so much fun. So thank you, Jess, because I haven't used those uh, rocker metal pipes since I was probably in my band in the late 90s. So it was really a ton of fun and super cathartic. Uh, so here is As Above, So Below. You know where you can find Jess. You know where you can find me. Um, just take care of each other, you know. I'm having a good time here on a Friday night singing. Had a really great Zoom date. And uh, I'm feeling it, you know. I'm feeling myself. I'm saying yes to what is a yes and no to what's a no. And I feel completely unapologetic about it so I hope that you can rock that yourselves because it's a good kind of freedom and I would turn down your volume <laughs> before the song starts oh goodness gracious
As above, as above, as above, as above.